It's the Morning Blitz. What is this, amateur hour? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central, on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. Central, 740 Mountain Time. Good Monday morning. Glad you're with us on the Morning Blitz this December the 18th. Ross Folkber and Christian Peck Demet here with you. It's not the smoothest sounding show this morning, but that's all right. We'll we'll make do with what we have uh, as we bring you a Monday show. Hopefully tomorrow goes smoother. As I mentioned, this past weekend, technologically wise, was a absolute disaster. As people always say, when technology works, it's great. When it doesn't, it's absolutely painful and one of those absolutely painful nights was a Saturday night, and it's kind of leaked into here this Monday morning. So hopefully we'll get all that stuff ironed out here today and, and figure that all out. So um, anyway, how did you spend your Sunday, Christian? You were probably over at the uh, the holiday craft fair, weren't you there? And Colby helping out a little bit with that? I, I was. Um, I do not like to use uh, the, the Lord's Day for, for work, which is unfortunate that I had to yesterday. Um, uh, but yeah, got, got us some of some shopping done actually there, uh, for a couple of those t- tough to buy for people, hard to buy uh, for eat. people, yeah. hard to buy for people found the, uh, found some nice crafts, uh, at the Christmas marketplace that was at the event center and then, uh, helped to, to clean up, to, to put a, a whole bunch of tables and chairs away and do all the, all the stacking and all the Thank you. Thank you for doing that because I helped set them out and helped on Saturday. So I thank (laughs) you for working one of the three days. I appreciate that. That was really nice of you. (laughs) Although you were there Friday sometime too. I was there Friday. I'm giving you some slack. We were over in Stratton having uh, some of those technical issues that Ross made. Maybe there's a solar flare or something like that that's going on. (laughs) It's causing a lot of issues. It's just us. The solar flare just does a lot of rocking abs. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. We're doing our weekend winners and losers. Let's move on to losers. Who's your first loser of the weekend? It cannot be your Detroit Lions. It certainly cannot be that. No, no. Uh, I I almost put them as a winner because I saw them as, uh, we've, we've talked about this off the air, struggling uh, as of late. But a nice win over Denver. It stinks that my pick was incorrect about that game, but hey. Makes two of us. <laughs> I, like I said, win-win in, in in that one. Either my pick is right or my team wins. So uh, glad I got at least one win out of that. Uh, but my first loser of the weekend is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, once a top team in the AFC, they're now, uh, for lack of a better word, and I know this is a bit uh, perhaps overly negative, but they're floundering right now. Uh, they have now the same record as both uh, Indy and Houston, who are, of course, both in their division at 8-6. and six. They started, if you remember, Jacksonville did 6-2 not too long ago. Now they are 2-4 and four since, including, of course, three straight losses. Not only that, Jaguars fans also uh, woke up this morning to find out that T-Law was in or is in concussion protocol. Uh, which is not good. And if you, if you needed uh, an insult to add to your injury, if you're Jacksonville, uh, the struggling the way they are and perhaps looking at, they could go from being a division winner uh, to out of the playoffs if they lose again this weekend uh, because of how tight the AFC playoff race and how good 
the AFC wildcard race is, your margin of error is razor thin. Despite that win over Houston a couple of weeks ago, Jaguars struggling. You know, I think I saw a stat last night on Sunday night for uh, th- football night in America. Uh, was it FNIA? I think is what they call it football night in America. Uh, anyway, I saw the stat where if the Jaguars lost, their percentage of making the postseason was like seven percent or something like that. Like if they like it, I, I, that might be an exaggeration. I don't remember the stat perfectly because you know I've got three kids now, so I don't always see things and remember <laughs> things perfectly. But I think that's what it was. Like, they, if they won, their percentage of making the postseason was drastically better than if they lost, and they lost that game last night to Baltimore, which, you know, Baltimore is proving to be probably the best of the team to beat in the AFC. So I don't, think, I don't think you want to be pointing the finger too much at Trevor Lawrence, who's got to be playing on pretty much one and a half legs. After what happened to that leg a couple nights? I mean, just to see him back out there is amazing. And I think they've done the best that they could with what they've had so far, in my opinion. So, uh, I mean, say what you want. Uh, Yeah. Say what you want. Um, that's, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, there, there's still a chance. Let's let's look at it this way. They might be a loser this weekend, but there are still chances if they get a couple of wins to make the postseason. And you only got to make it to have a chance. So it, it should be mentioned that while they do have a road game this week, in Tampa against the Buccaneers team that's playing very well. Their final two games are the Panthers and the Titans, who are, of course, very beatable teams for you. So you could realistically win two of your three remaining games, and at 10-7 and seven, you've got a pretty solid shot at least at uh, a wild card. So, And it's not the end of the world, but it, it does look a little bit stiffer. Down the, down the road now. Let's just remember that the, if the wild cards in both divisions are extremely packed. Um, and so a win here, a win there, and another team loses and you can make the postseason. I mean, it's going to come down to tiebreakers. More than likely it will, the way this season is gone. By the way, I had a little, little, uh, little puff in my chest because I did predict the Bills to beat the Cowboys. And I just want to say I was right. And by the way, the Bills, Bills are hot right now. Watch out. They could be some trouble. Uh, my loser of the weekend is national championship losers or losers of the weekend. Oof. The Colorado School of Mines football team in our beloved Division II college football tied Saturday to Harding. I think it was 38-7 was the final score. That's the second straight year that Colorado School of Mines has made the national title game and has lost in blowout fashion to two separate opponents. Not only did they get blown out, but they got ran out of the stadium. Harding, which is known for running the football, ran for 504 total yards. Just running. Had two 100-yard rushers with one guy going over 200. It was an absolute beatdown. And if you're Colorado School of Mines, which has been a great football program for many years and plays in an awesome stadium, you've probably never seen it, but it's up against the Flat Hill Mountains built in. It's super, super cool. Um, it's brand. It's a pretty much a brand new stadium. It's super awesome, but Colorado School of Mines has made the national football championship in Division Two two consecutive years, and to get there two times and to get blown out twice really, really hurts. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this was a lot of seniors on this Colorado School of Mines team that came back for an extra year just to try and get this done and to lose again. Gosh, that's got to be painful. Very, very painful. On top of that, for Colorado School of Mines. Uh, Nebraska Volleyball is also unfortunately a loser this weekend. 
Nebraska volleyball took on Texas uh, in the Women's College Volleyball National Championship yesterday afternoon, and uh, Texas absolutely took it to Nebraska. Nebraska was the number one overall seed in the tournament. They had been the number one team in the country for a majority of the season, but were swept out of the gym by Texas, and it wasn't even close. After the first set was like 25-22, Texas would win 25-13, 25-16. It wasn't even close the rest of the way. Nebraska hit an absolutely abysmal .013 in the match. Absolutely. And first and foremost, give a ton of – I have a hard time doing this because I hate Texas. I do. But uh, <laughs> but they were unbelievable in two areas. Defensively, the amount of stuff that they were able to keep up, just diving and throwing their hand out there, was amazing to watch. Nothing hit the ground for Texas. They covered that square everywhere. And on top of that, whoever is in charge of teaching, serving, and coaching serving at the University of Texas deserves a massive raise. If anybody watched this over this entire weekend, um, Texas's serving was unbelievable. How many service aces they had against multiple teams in the Final Four? I think they had like 16 or 18 service aces throughout the entire Final Four. That's amazing. It's almost like, you know, pitchers out there, you know, greasing up the ball or something like that. It's what it was like. I don't know what they were doing, but it was amazing to watch. Uh, Texas certainly uh, back-to-back national championships for them. But as I mentioned, losers of the weekend. Colorado School of Mines football, Nebraska volleyball, both teams playing in the national championship and one losing for the second consecutive year in blowout fashion, the other one getting blown out despite being the number one team in the uh, in the country. So it's the way it goes. But it's not all negative if you're a Nebraska fan, hence Ross wearing his Nebraska. I do want to remind <laughs> folks that Nebraska basketball did beat the brakes off of Kansas State yesterday 464 46 these are some stats i love plus 21 on the glass nebraska had 57 rebounds kansas state took 60 shots <laughs> uh makes just 11 three nebraska makes 11 threes in bramlage kansas state only makes four and nebraska basketball held kansas state to how many second half points a dozen a dozen second half points so I'll rep the red today. It was a tough. It was a tough game for the. It was a tough day for the women, but it was a good day for me in the basketball world. So I'll take that on a Sunday. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we got to get to a break. Uh, let's see here. So let's let's get to a break, and we come back. We will get to the rest of the leftovers. We'll touch on the Chiefs. Uh, I've got a question for Christian about Patrick Mahomes and his thoughts uh, on that. Uh, we'll touch a little bit more on the Denver Broncos, who did get blown out by the Lions. We'll hit on that and uh, recap the picks and things like that. So stick around. Plenty more to get to here on our final segment of the Morning Blitz on a Monday.